Ladies and gentlemen, boys and children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dudes, Goose, aka Bulls Scripted, and Burke. And it's been a while since we've been here. It has been a long while since we've been here. We did a little postseason check in, even though we weren't in the postseason. Uh, we're here for the draft lottery. That was a dud. And here we are now. We, we, we're talking about a little about a little bit about AO. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But tonight is a free agency special. Any questions you have, throw them in the goddamn chat. But first and foremost, grab a beer and be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Burke at Chai Burke 96. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted. Following me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Guys, okay. We fucking, of course, here's a Chicago sports fan. I don't care. This is a live fun <laughs> episode. Yeah, yeah, there's Sato's efficiency <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah, you and you and Goose go ahead and laugh about that together like you did at me every episode for fucking, you know, six months. But I'm um, miss your boy. I, I'm going to miss Sato a little bit. I am, but we have Lonzo Ball now. Goose died apparently, so it's me and Burke right now. All so, right, yeah, Goose gets Goose gets back we'll see here. What happens? Yeah, we'll see what happens here. But Lonzo Ball comes in. He is signed today in a side and trade deal, four year, eighty five million dollar deal. We had been we wrote a couple articles on on tap about the possible four year, eighty million dollar deal. Obviously, five million more, and it turned out to be a sign and trade for Garrett Temple and Tomas Sadoransky. So I want your original thoughts off this right off the bat, Burke. Like, so did you see I'll, that I'll, coming? I'll go through the timeline. When we were tied to Lonzo, I'm like, yes, here we go. We finally have a playmaker. We finally have a defender. Then the sign-in trade rumors started going. And I'm like, okay, this means Lowry Markkinen's gone. We're, you know, we're giving up Lowry. We're doing that. We're pretty much – because Lowry, I think, is going to demand somewhere close to $20 million. Obviously, we're not willing to pay that. And I'm like, Lonzo's going to be north of 20. Then I saw the deal that was for 85 million. I'm like, okay, so that's 21 and a quarter a year. That's not bad at all. Then I'm like, okay, sign and trade. Okay, we've made some cap space. And I'm like, Garrett, Temple, Sato in a second? This means we have Lowry still to trade. We can move him and get, I don't know, someone like DeMar DeRozan who's been linked to us. You know, Goose has been talking about Cam Reddish. I see that was what him and I were talking about right before yeah. you got here on air, right before he somehow I vanished. I don't think the Hawks do that trade. I don't think so either. Then John Collins hasn't been signed yet, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, he's still no, he's still uh, sitting out there. The last other guy that you can yeah. go after and get, yeah, um, you know, AK's fan club. I mean, again, put it out there. He made he made a video about how we can go over the luxury tax easy and get a guy like DeRozan with Lonzo and gives and signs Zach to an extension. It's just the way that the trade went down makes it all the more better. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree with all of that. And you know, something that has been missed thus far in the episode is I, I kind of touched on it was, you know, us signing or us drafting in the second round AO Desumu, which is a great pick. I watched a lot of them at, uh, at Illinois I thought it was he, he was really good over there, and I'm really happy to see a hometown kid. You know, th- those are great stories to see when the hometown kid yeah. comes home. I hope he's impactful. He's got that drive. Hopefully it turns out for him. Um, I'm not going to touch too much on his college career. We know what he did. We saw him last year in the NCAA yeah. and what he did, Big Ten champion. You know, great player, absolute great player. So I'm, I'm really glad to have him here. Um, 
Set, all right, so back into the Lonzo thing. This is something we touched on in multiple episodes of this show. We touched on the fact that we needed a point guard. We, I wanted to give Kobe a shot in the beginning of the year to run it because I wasn't really too optimistic about the team anyway. Um, and then when we got Booch, I, obviously we all were optimistic yeah. about that. You were on the show. We were all optimistic about it. But the point talk, guard that kept linked back to Lonzo. Here, so, I don't want to cut you off there, but talk about what they got from Vooch. It was the pick we gave up was Mo Wagner's brother, Franz Wagner. I am yeah. fine with that. I can live with that. Now, sorry, back to back to Lonzo. Yeah, back to Lonzo. So we were we were tracking to Lonzo. That's who we wanted, at least who I wanted. I was I was clamoring for the whole time. So nice of you to join us, Goose. Oh, look who comes back after I go on a little where, tear where, there. Where, where the hell did you go? And now you're on mute. What are you doing out here? You're still on mute. I can't. Your mic's not connected. <laughs> this is unbelievable. And, there, and we it, there we go. There we go. So I want your initial reactions, Goose. What, what's up, man? Lonzo Ball uh, signing. I mean, I, I guess some of the surprise was taken out of it since we've been uh, on this venture for about two years. Yeah. Um, but excitement is definitely still there. Like less than five minutes into free agency, it's announced that Lonzo Ball is a Chicago Bull, essentially. And then we get the trade news that we're sending Tomas Garrett in a second, um, which clears up the cap to allow this trade to kind of happen. And in a way, it kind of it makes you curious what's next, because it means there should be extra space. We, we did move on from Sato. Uh, we didn't have to non-guarantee his contract and pay him $5 million to go elsewhere, which is a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really curious to see what happens with that. But the fact that we landed, at least in my mind, uh, other than trading for Dejuante, uh, Dejuante, uh, <laughs> Dejuante Murray or De'Aaron Fox, um, <laughs> there was just really no no better option for me. I didn't want you know some old ass point guard coming in here and putting us on this two year timeline, and uh, I didn't want it to be accelerated that much. So I think Lonzo Ball was the perfect fit uh, to get. And outside of the second round pick, I think you essentially got him for free for the contract of 21.5 per. And I'm curious to see if that's front loaded or back loaded. If they're able to pay him more up front in this first season where Zach might not, you know, get his extension and he might be cheap and you still have Vooch under 25 mil for two years. If you could front load this contract and get the heavier uh, portion out the first two years, I think that'd be awesome. But I don't know if we got that lucky. Yeah, we'll have to definitely. I, I can't wait to see the specifics of the deal. One thing I do love is that the Bulls stayed. Uh, they, you know, they remained above the cap. That's that's good for people who are not familiar with that. I mean, they remained above the cap, so they still have access to the mid level exception. They can fill out at the end of the bench with you know, I mean, just bullshit minimums they like can, you know. They can uh, go use um Tice with the uh, his bird rights. Yeah, yeah, you can do that, and you also have Lowry to sign and trade with. And it's, I mean, it's absolutely massive. Now there were some rumors floating out there because we have people asking in our chat here, who is next? Well, uh, I've been thinking DeMar DeRozan. Goose isn't really on that boat. He doesn't really want that. And I'll let him say who he wants and why he wants them. I would just be stoked about DeMar's. I like DeMar's game around some shooters and he's got Vooch and Zach in that lineup. I, I feel like he's decent on the wing defensively he's not a great defensive player by any means but he's decently long enough to bother Um, and i know uh i think i was talking to tim about this too on twitter someone else that same deal uh demar Derozan's in the 95th percentile in passing i believe i saw some crazy stat that he's really efficient passing the ball 
Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that'd be huge. That'd be huge because you have a guy like Lonzo in the point guard who does not need – I mean, listen, he's going to get you into your sets. That's why you brought him here. But he's not a guy like Kobe White that needs to kind of be set up. And we learned a lot of that last year. There's countless games that we've done – didn't post games that we saw Kobe White really needed to be set up to get his shot going. Lonzo can just go stand in the fucking corner or, you know, I mean, he improved his uh, three point percentage to 37% last year. It's huge. Or he can come up and get his guys into his set in a timely manner without the bullshit dribble, dribble, dribble shit, which drove me nuts. That's some like, remember, I think goose like died laughing one night when I said, I felt like I was watching John Lucas, the third at point guard because all the fucking dribble, 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 six seconds left past the fucking ball off. Hopefully we'll get into some sets this year. That's why I'm excited to have Lonzo. But with DeMar, he is a really good passer as well, and he's athletic, and he's strong, and he has a good mid-range game, which is kind of dead in today's NBA. So that's why I kind of want him. And plus, I mean, fuck, dude, what a 2K lineup that would be, huh? I mean, Ball, Levine, DeRozan, Paw, and Vooch, fuck you. That's good shit. Goose, who did you want? Or who do you want? I mean, we've heard the rumors of Cam Reddish being potentially made available. I'd like yeah. to see us kind of try to make a play there. I think he's just more on the timeline. Obviously, as things are coming out, it sounds like DeRozan's more realistic, more possible. I'm just – I'm not there. I mean, multiple ball handlers is the way that – the the league is going, but you said it yourself. His best skill is a mid-range jumper, and I can't say that I'm ready to sign up for uh, mid-range tomorrow all season. Um, so where I think the fit could be there, uh, whether he's a three or a four or Pat's a three or a four, wouldn't matter in that situation, and he would get some solid perimeter players. Uh, but I don't think DeMar's the defender that he used to be. Um, so I just It's not something that excites me as much as it does others, but – I mean, I guess in the same breath, how, how could you be mad about getting um, a previous all-star that also wants to come to your team? It would be a sign that the perception of the Bulls has clearly changed around the league at the very least. Uh, I just don't know that I like the timeline that he would put us on unless he was getting like a two-year contract. And, and you know what? Burke wrote a great article over at ONTAP about that, about the perception changing. Uh, around the Bulls like you know you've heard this whole time a rich Paul client in Lonzo Ball has wanted to come to Chicago Chicago is a big market it needs to be treated as such and I really think that our tourists and Mark Eversley are fucking what did they say when they got hired what was it we're gonna make the Bulls cool again or some shit we're gonna make the Bulls a destination yeah I mean and, and look what they're doing they're they're doing it I mean they're showing that they want to win and I, I'm, I'm just totally totally into that um our boy Tim put Rose question mark question mark question mark Goose and I were talking about that before we came on the air it looks like he's talking to the Knicks but nothing has been set in stone yet is that correct guys I haven't seen anything yeah set nothing in set in stone just they're talking now I think he may have been like a second or third option for the Bulls if they didn't land Lonzo right possibly and that's why we were hearing rumors but I don't know with Lonzo here now if, I don't think he's an option I think he's going to still demand a little bit more money for a couple years Maybe he comes I was seeing twelve million a year for Derek. That's what I was kind of seeing yeah. float around. Well, I mean, that's what blows me away is that Lowry Markinen, you know, did you you guys think he fucked himself when he, he did the Jimmy Butler route and bet on himself? I think he fucked yeah, himself. He did. I mean, I I, I, lo I loved Lowry. It was a Lowry stand. I get it. He's a big that could shoot threes. He shot 40% from three last year. All the other numbers were down, but that's what he did. That's great, fine and dandy. I wouldn't pay $20 million a year for Lowry Marketing. I, I, I just wouldn't. He, he's still trying to live off that. I was the seventh pick in the draft. Yeah. Well, I don't think he fucked himself, though. If he signed a cheap extension from the Bulls, chances are with the – Well, they wanted to give him 18. 
I don't think they got to 18. I think it was 16. Was it 16? Yeah, okay. 16 is what we were hoping, you know, that we might be able to find something at. So we okay, could yeah. trade him outright as an asset. Right. I think that, I think you take 15, 16, you, you do fuck yourself. And then you don't get to decide where you go when you get traded. In yeah. this situation, Lowry at least gets to sign an offer sheet somewhere, gets to let it be known where he would prefer to go. And the teams that want him get to somewhat uh, fight over his services which will drive up his price and probably get him more than he could have got to stay here, which we saw the fit wasn't good anyway. So uh, it's good for us. And it's probably good for Lowry that he didn't take that extension, even though um, last season clearly did not go the way that he expected because he ended up on the bench instead of starting. And he was lucky if he saw five shots a game. So um, Lowry will be happy to get the hell out of here. Um, I think it'll be cumbersome for both bulls fans and, um, you know, to, to move on, but it, it will be a positive. I was now, say, Buzz, is there anyone on Lowry Island still? Uh, I don't think I'm so. I'm still there. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to like sell my tent on Lowry Island. It's a small tent. We've downgraded from a house. We, we, we had a mansion in the first two years. Um, now we're down to a tent, but we're, we're still going to visit every now and then. We're going to check up on him. I, I think he is going to bounce back. Uh, wherever he goes is going to be a team that sees his fit and will give him the opportunities that he had in his first two years here. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I could agree with that. Um, Tim, again, asked another question here about we still need another PG because, you know, we just traded our backup and Tomas Sadoransky. Who are we looking at? I, I've seen some guys out there that I've liked. I don't think that we can afford a guy like Alfred Pay- Payton. I don't know what you think about that, Goose or Burke. I don't know if he's a little bit maybe priced out a little bit. I just like the – a little bit of playmaking off the bench there. I don't need him to fucking play 20, 30 minutes Cam- game. Cameron need- Payne already signed the contract, so so we can't get the tank commander back. Yeah, no chance he'd do that, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, we, we declined oh. the option on Ryan Archie Diacono, obviously, so that ain't happening. I, I don't know. What do you think about a Dante Exum or something? I mean, he's floating out there. I, I mean, do you think he's going to get paid too? I, I don't know. I, I just – a lot of these contracts being handed like, out are crazy. He played basketball at all the last four years. I feel like I hear his name and he feels like to like continually get paid – and then it's like, oh, he got a contract. He's injured again. He might play by the playoffs, but we don't know. That's very true. I don't know what they do uh, as far as a backup point guard option. I mean, there's a lot of people floating out there right now. You have a veteran like Jeff Teague floating out there. You know, you could always uh, make a call to our friend Ryan Archie Diacono because, you know, we <laughs> – <laughs> no, by the way. Just just no. Um yeah, I mean, there Avery Bradley might be an option. I don't really think that he's a point guard. He's more of an off guard. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I might take a flyer on a guy like uh, uh, like Dennis Smith Jr. I don't know about you guys. Uh, athletic, fast, kind of got fucked. Maybe come to a good environment and uh, turn it around. I don't know. Mm. No, you're not that Dennis Smith Jr. shit? You're completely out on that? I mean, I wouldn't be – pissed at it but at the same time i think that's a little bit too much youth at the point guard you got two guards then that are he's going to come in with the mentality he's going to want lonzo's job he's not going to give a shit that lonzo just got paid a 21 million contract i don't think dennis smith is the kind of ego that even though he hasn't had success yet that he's just going to roll over and be like yo i'll be a backup i'll play 15 minutes a game i don't i don't think so, that's his kind of mentality i yeah. see tim's comment here on brian forbes mm-hmm. um i would be for it, but he's more of like a backup shooting guard for me. He's more of a three-point guy. I know he kind of backed up with Drew Holiday um, in Milwaukee, but 
I, for me, I would want a guy who could run the half court kind of like Sato did and was a little more slower tempo, you know, low uh, assist to turn or a good assist to turnover ratio, you know, a guy that's going to take care of the ball. Ah, maybe a guy like Jeff Teague might be possible then. Veteran come in like Goose said, didn't really want too much youth there, bringing a veteran point guard who has been successful in the past. I mean, something like that maybe. Well, I, I mean, really don't know. Kobe is going to come back, and at least from some of the reports that I've read, he could be ready for training camp. So we might not be at without Kobe like we thought we were going to be. Oh, okay. I didn't see that he was going to be ready by training please. camp. Okay. Um, no, I mean, all indications, at least from things AK said in the last few weeks, are that Kobe's timeline's on a good schedule, and you know we'll see what happens by training camp. So um, Kobe's not going to be out forever. I don't think we want three guys under 24 years old uh, at the point guard position. We are going to want some veteranship there. So maybe Teague's the guy. Um, Bryn Forbes would be a good player off the bench. He obviously just won a championship. I don't know if you guys saw Bobby Portis took a loyalty discount to go back to the Bucks. I did. Yeah, I saw yep. that. Yep. $9 million, two year, $9 million contract. That's fucking. The Knicks paid him double that for a fucking year. So yeah, yeah I, mean, crazy. I, I guess it's a good thing. Uh, like most ex bulls, they went and took advantage of the Knicks for a nice fat contract. And now he gets <laughs> yeah. to stay with a contender. So that's awesome. I'm happy for Bobby. Yeah, did you guys see that uh, Dwight Howard is yep. uh, on his third stint with the Lakers now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, it's just fucking – it's asinine, bro. Like, I'm, I, 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 I've been sitting here refreshing Twitter and on NBA TV Right after the apparent meeting of Anthony Davis saying, no, don't worry, guys, I'll, I'll actually play center this year. It's not a big deal. And then, oh, you know, we're, we're going to go get Dwight back because AD is full of shit. Oh, AD has never been able to stay healthy, but, you know – Oh, man, look at this. Lonzo Ball last season made more threes than Trey Young, Paul George, Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, Devin Booker, Seth Curry, and Le- well, LeBron. Shocker there. Well, the other one was I saw um, the Bulls had 27 – or Bulls players had 27 games plus 10 assists. Lonzo had 40 alone. Let's see, that's so, exactly the guy we need. That's what exactly what you needed. Yeah. Um, and then what? Chris Paul just signed a four-year deal. $120 million. That means that contract will end when he's 40. Why? Why? Because oh. old, old people go to Arizona to retire. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a dick thing to say. I didn't mean That's it. a fat retirement. I don't – I get if you're the Suns, you can't lose him after what you just did. Like, that's that's evident. Um and he just got surgery, too. That's the fucked up part. He got surgery today or some no, shit. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you saw me going at it with Cowley a little bit before we hopped out. Always fighting yeah. with Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe's always slobbing on Jimmy's knob a little too hard. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta check that a little bit because Jimmy just had the worst playoff series for a guy that just got a max extension that I've ever seen. Um, and I, I don't know. I, well, I don't Jimmy think... will get $50 million when he's 36. That's That's crazy. I, that is fucking crazy because Jimmy's got a lot. I like Jimmy, but he's got a lot of miles on him, bro. Yeah, Jimmy's yeah. got a lot. And you got to remember, he did have Thibodeau miles on him too. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're not they're your daily highway drive to work miles. They drive it like you stole it miles, and it's uh, let's catch up to you. So, no, um, I, the the money that some of these older guys are getting is just it's mind blowing because these teams know it's it's almost like a necessary evil. You know that there's younger teams out there that are willing to bite the bullet um, and keep these guys around long term for the sake of, you know, the development of their young guys. And the older teams want them uh, for contention. And sometimes you just got to bite that bullet. It doesn't make sense to me because 
paying a guy that much money that you know you're probably just literally going to hand him and go, okay, see you later. We're going to buy you out. We don't need you anymore, and you want to go elsewhere. Um, All right. I guess it's just a necessary evil. Yeah, um, we have another question here. Wait, nobody loves this. Nobody send the stream to Joe Colley. I love Joe. We love Joe here at Bulls on Tap. He, we just have different opinions. No, yeah, I mean, I love yeah. Joe too. Yeah. I mean, and that's what's cool about Joe is I know me and him can go back and forth, and it's not like, you know, we hate each other. It's just yeah. we have a difference of opinion on on Jimmy Butler at this point of his career, um, and Joe likes to take jabs at the Bulls. So when I, when I feel like Joe's jabbing a little too hard or bringing out a cross instead Time of bringing him back down to earth, huh? <laughs> yep. we, we gotta, we gotta say something. Yep. Yep. And then here we got Tim here. So what crazy thing do you think Acme is working on? Yeah. Uh, so Tim, like I said, I thought that the Rosen thing was kind of crazy. We touched on that a little bit because when the day started, I don't think anybody, anybody yeah. in Chicago would have told you they would have got Lonzo and DeMar. Um, if there is a trade that's going to happen, it's something. It, obviously, it's going to be something that involves Lowry Marketing. Lowry Marketing will not be back here next year. And with that, we've seen the Minnesota Timberwolves. I've even seen reports of a potential first, some of their salaries that uh, they might want to move uh, in, in trade for Lowry uh, being attached. So Culver, uh, maybe a Hernan Gomez. Um, I don't know if Malik Beasley would be somebody that might be. Is that Oki in there too? Oh. Uh, Kogi. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's got a bad contract, but he might be somebody that gets tossed in there just to open roster spots or move some minor salary for the Bulls. A cheap contract like that would be nice. Okay. Um, but you got to think that IO probably plays a similar role to Okogi, and you might right. not want to yeah. log in that there. Yeah. I guess the other craziest thing that they would do, I mean, I can't think of anything crazier than signing Kawhi Leonard, which obviously is not happening. That won't happen at all. No, we can't. I, I still it. think the crazy I'm just saying crazy. We, he said crazy or whatever, yeah. you know, a crazy thing. I Maybe Derek Rose. I don't know. I, I, I think if, the craziest I think it'll get is DeMar DeRozan and or Derek Rose. Yeah. And I still think, like I said, the craziest thing is that you're able to trade for um, Lonzo without giving up a Lowry or that. You got rid of like yeah, that's killer. Like Keith said, you really gave up nothing, you know, and you know a second round pick, and that's it. So because you know Sato's gone, and then Garrett Temple, I don't think we plan on you know doing much with him. Yeah, no, I mean, I just. I wish I could say what I think he'd do, but I I know there's going to be a huge, That's the huge best thing move. about it. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't read this fucking guy. I can't tell. Um, I, I know he put he put in the chat. Yes, Kawhi. I'd love that. We can't afford him, bro. In no yeah. way. No chance. No way in hell. Unless he, yeah, that's not happening. Um, I just looked up the Timberwolves contracts, and Malik Beasley will make uh, fourteen. Uh, I want to say probably about fifteen point five million dollars for the next three years. Uh, there is a team option for the third year, so essentially just two seasons at around $15 million. Um, I don't know. Maybe depending on how much they're willing to pay Lowry, you get Beasley and Culver, and you you bolster that wing depth. Uh, Beasley did have a good season last year, uh, despite some of the off-court stuff with Scottie Pippen's ex-wife or current wife or whatever him and Larsa are doing these days. Uh, maybe they're just swingers. But, um, you know... Uh, if you got those two wings for Lowry, I think you 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 land the the things that you wanted to do this offseason outside of finding a backup big, um, because I don't think Marco is going to be your rim protecting center that brings that energy uh, that Tice or Gafford yeah. brought. So, I mean, if you could get a first and Beasley and Culver for Lowry, like what the fuck? Um, sign me up. You think he can get that much for Lowry marketing? 
I think because of the salaries that you're taking back and the team doesn't want, and the only way they can get Lowry is attaching a pick. Uh, is yeah, I mean, like if I didn't see that on mine, I wouldn't be saying first, I'd be cool with just Culver and Beasley, yeah, yeah, yeah. by that wing position. But if you're saying bad contracts or contracts they don't want anymore, um, got a clear way for Anthony Edwards over there, you know, shit, let's do it. Okay, I, yeah, I dig it. I definitely dig it for sure. I, I was just looking at Malik Beasley, Beasley's numbers, and you know what, dude? I mean, he's a sniper from down forty percent from downtown. He averaged almost twenty points a game last year. You know, uh, guy can guy can ball. I mean, I watched the Minnesota Timberwolves basketball last year is because I wanted to see Anthony Edwards. But as you know, Goose I, and, and Burke, I was always fucking dialed in on those Pelican games. Zion Ingram ball, Josh Hart, another guy. I wonder where he's going to end up. I would like to have him here. <laughs> no, I wish he was coming back in the deal. Yeah, um, that'd be great. That awesome. Um, yeah, that'd be great. If, if you watch Pelicans basketball like Buzz did last year, you would see how impactful Josh Hart is on the basketball. Isn't it crazy? Like, that's a guy, like, you know when people say, well, it's not all in the numbers, you know what I mean? But, no, Josh Hart is a motherfucker. I really like Josh Hart. I I, I wanted him to come back in that trade today, too. I figured it'd probably be too good to be true because I didn't think the Pelicans would move on from both of them. And maybe they don't move on from, from well, him. Initially, know? I was worried. I just saw that we offered Lonzo $85 million and I was like, okay, that's cool. He signed an offer sheet, but they can still match. This isn't over. we got to wait a couple days. And then you get that next report that, no, it was a sign-in trade. It's a done deal. Lonzo's a bull. Like, five minutes into fucking free agency. That is still kind of blowing my mind. Um, and it's, it's getting us a little anxious now because now we're like, all right, well, what's the next move? We know we're not done. Um, I forgot where I saw Tice was rumored to have a contract all but done somewhere. So I think we're going to miss out on bringing Tice back, which is kind of disheartening. Um, so, so where are we looking for this backup big option? I'm kind of looking in the, at the free agent pool right now, and I, I know we're talking about backup bigs here, but I, I unfortunately I got kind of caught up at looking at a guy like Malik Monk. I don't know why he just fucking the, yeah. the guy intrigues me, man. That's I just I'll just say that the guy intrigues me. Uh, well, I mean, you got guys like uh, Robin Lopez out there. You got guys Bring like Rolo back. Let's fuck. <laughs> I mean, hey, oh I, I, I don't mind if he's a backup big. We, there's the reports about Javale McGee that I wrote about on over yeah. at ontapsportsnet.com. Yeah. Before that, uh, I mean, God, I mean, you got a guy. <sighs> so, so Javale, Luke Cornett, baby, Luke Cornett. We're bringing the Green Cornet back. <laughs> yeah, we're Luke Cornett, baby. Or uh, how about how about Frank Kamiski or or Gorgie Dang or Andre Drummond? Actually, you know what? I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't hate that. A defensive-minded kind of guy who can just grab a bunch of boards. I, I mean, hate I'd, like, I'd like Gorgie. I yeah, don't know if like he's going to come cheap, though. Though he just got kind of overpaid on his last contract. So maybe he's feeling a little uh, generous. But Yeah, I mean, there's a there's there, I mean, there's a plethora of names out there. I just did see a really good tweet, and then I fucking lost the good tweet about how um, – you know, the Spurs, going back to the DeRozan thing, the Spurs, you know, have, have just signed Zach Collins. No, Burke, not that Zach Collins. We can't get rid of him that easy. I from, saw that, yeah. From the White Sox, yeah. <laughs> um, or uh, and, and Doug McDermott. And people are like, well, I don't know if they want Lowry now. You just got two guys that can stretch the floor. So someone brought up, well, maybe that's not who they wanted. Maybe they do a sign-and-trade deal for Thaddeus Young over Aren't there. Aren't those kind of weird signings? I thought they were crazy signings. Yeah. But, hey. 
and pop going to pop, and I'm not going to question like, the that. Spurs just drafted some kid that's like 17 years old, 12th overall, blew everybody's mind on draft night, taking Josh Primo there. And now you're going and you're signing Doug McDermott? I mean, I guess come trade deadline time, uh, Dougie might be a great trade piece as a shooter that somebody's looking to acquire, but I thought you were rebuilding. Uh, the players that you're acquiring signal something different. So who knows what the hell Pop's got cooking over there. Well, I mean, let, let's be honest here. Pop doesn't have much time left, you know, in that chair. You know, I mean, he's probably going to try to do something. I, I thought he might, you know, try to put him in a good spot before he kind of rides out into the sunset, you know. But I don't know. I kind of thought his signings were really odd today. Yeah, um, I was a little thrown off. Yeah, I was too. But other than that, man, I, I know we've been going for about a half hour now. Uh, I think we did our justice on the excitement with Lonzo Ball. I wish – I wish we can go longer. I, I mean, we can if, if there's anything anybody wants to bring up. But I, I, I cannot believe, of course, this DeMar DeRozan shit won't break. I, and I, it just gives me the feeling it's yeah. happening. It's happening. I really yeah. wanted it to no, break on the we're show. We're going to sign off, and it's going to – all you know, Shams is going to be – Well, I mean, we, we haven't really touched on Io yet. Uh, I t- we touched on him a little bit before when before you uh, went to go get your beer. What, after I hit the cord? <laughs> yeah, after you hit the cord. But, yeah, no, so talk about Io. Talk about how excited. I know you're not a, you're not a huge college basketball nut, but I know you do pay attention to the line a little bit. No, what, what did you guys make of the uh, Twitter falling into shambles about not taking Sharif Cooper? Oh, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second fucking round, man. You know, like, oh, yeah, I mean, that was kind of my stance on it was like chances that either of these guys have like a extremely successful rotational career or slim to none. Yeah. Um, back end of the bench, you know, 10, 15 minutes a game kind of thing. If you can squeeze that out of IO and his versatility, that's awesome. Cousins, I mean, I wouldn't I, give him the MLE. He can have a vet min. Yeah. He can have a vet minimum. Yeah. I'm not giving him, I'm not, I'm what not giving him. Why I'm do not you g- you like that? What do you mean? Why am I doing boogie like that? There's a reason why he bounced. He's been on, I think, almost every NBA team now. You know what? He's been ring hopping and just joining contenders and sitting on the bench, yeah. um, and collecting a paycheck. So I, I don't know if he's really in the mindset to come here and be productive. If you want a big to sit on the bench and collect a paycheck, may as well be Felicio. Stop it! No, <laughs> Felicio spent his last days at the UC the other day. He's out of here. Yeah, who the fuck was that guy he was with? Is that a soccer player or something? Yeah, that's a soccer player. No, that's – um. yeah, he's Ronaldinho. He's, like, the guy that was before um, – Oh, Ronaldo, you said? No, no, no. Not no, no, no. no, that's, that's it's what, that's what um, you would think. He's in there. Brazilian soccer player. That, oh, okay. You know, yeah, no, I had no idea who that was. No, yeah, you say Ronaldinho, and I think you're just putting a spin on Ronaldo, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know that guy. Ronald, yeah, I can't pronounce it. They're both too close. Well, you know how fucking Burke with the, with the name pronunciations. He, he coached me for about an hour before we did the the uh, trade deadline special. Have we, we talked got about that at all? Well, with Marco? Have we touched no, I know. I guess we have it. No, I mean, we, we have an article it. about it, but we have yeah. not talked in the pod about it. I'm gonna let Burke take that one, man. And you talk about it too. But Burke wrote that badass piece over it on tap. What for people that didn't read it? What what is Marco bringing over, Burke? So for for what I'm seeing here, Marco is going to be more of an offensive skill guy. He's going to be, you know, kind of like a stretch four. He's not going to play the five. He's going to be versatile in the paint as with like quick footwork, but he's not going to be, you know, bludgeoning guys and going up for rebounds. Um, currently, I believe in the Adriatic League, he was hovering around like 15.7 points a game. And I think it was like six to eight rebounds. Um, 
Not a big shooter from downtown, but he's got the stroke, right? Yes, he does. I think his shot reminds me a little bit of Chris Stapp's Porzingis. He's going to, you know, he's with a little work, I think his efficiency will go up. Um, he will be good in the pick and pop, though, just kind of like Lowry. And that was one thing I kind of saw a lot of people tweeting about is, you know, they're like, well, if we drafted Lowry 2.0, like, what good is that? Well, you got him in the second fucking round, and he's going to make under $3 million a year. That's what's good about that. Exactly. He's a second rounder, and if he plays at a Lowry marketing level and he's, you know, a role player that's off the bench that may or may may not break your starting lineup, that's great for a second rounder, you know. All right. What did you just see, Buzz? Oh, hang on, man. Just give me a second. I got to make make sure this is legit. Go ahead and say your thing, and then I'll – Do you see it? It, Evan, no, have it yet. Evan Fournier signs four years, seventy-eight million dollars with the Knicks. Come home, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> we win, and I think we've upset our friend here in the chat. He goes, "Come on, comparing Felicio to Boogie." No, we like to joke. We love Felicio, <laughs> Big Chris, baby, <laughs> Big Chris. We like joke around here, but I'll tell you what. You know, it's a joke. Come on, I didn't think Tibbs would do something that fucking stupid. We well, can't blame Tibbs. He's not the GM this time. Well, that's you know true. What? Here it is. You know what Tibbs doing? He's overpaying Fournier for beating Team USA because now Pop's going to be out as Team USA coach, and Tibbs is next in line, I believe. Oh, geez. Oh my God. <laughs> if, if I've if I've ever heard a tinfoil tinfoil hat theory, there it is. <laughs> Gotta go get the fucking tinfoil hat right away, dude. Four years, eighty million for Evan Fournier. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me, but it is it is a dry free agency. So I mean, I guess you you, you compare his numbers and Lonzo's, like uh, somebody was doing with Spencer Dinwiddie online, and maybe you can justify that if you're the Knicks. But I guess I, I, I don't know. He didn't do too much for Boston after getting traded there from the Magic last year. Um, has never. I mean, he's a good player. He, he's kind of in the same tier as Sadoransky for me, though. So to see him get double what Sato's making is definitely intriguing. Um, I mean, I know he played. I mean, listen, when he was when he was in Denver, he played well. When he was in Orlando, he played well. Um, you know, he had a good stint there last year. Um, or la- I'm not last year, but you know, what I mean, last season for the uh, for the Celtics when he was traded there. I mean, Evan Fournier could ball, but he plays like shit in the playoffs. I mean, 17 points a game, 41% from downtown, 78% from the free throw line, three boards, three assists. That guy just got about 80 million dollars. That's fucking nuts to me. That's nuts to me. No, it's it's almost as nuts to me as people being upset with the potential of Marco being a somewhat equal Lowry replacement that you found in the second round. Um, you know, and that's what I was about to get to before we had this Fournier bomb dropped on us. I was gonna stoke the fire by my little Lowry tent on Lowry Island <laughs> for a second here, and like the guy's leaving and he doesn't fit this fucking team, but he's not a piece of shit. Like he's he has process that are valuable. Um, and like if you can find that value in the second round and not pay him fifteen to twenty million dollars, that's that's a fucking steal. Um, I, I think it's what makes letting Lowry walk essentially if that happens, if we don't get anything in the sign and trade, I think that makes it acceptable. We we got Lonzo Ball um with the you know extra money that we're gonna get by not paying Lowry an excessive amount of money to not fit on our team. And you have a backup in Marco that's coming in that'll play 15, 20 minutes like Lowry was doing last season. So, so let me ask you this. 
Let me ask you this. I know we talked about backup point guards, backup big men and everything. We touched on Marco. We touched on AO. Let's touch on a guy that's not for sure. Patrick Williams. We all think that he's going to be all right. We think he's going to be a good player. Where are you wanting to put him? Would you rather go and use whatever assets you have left, like an MLE or something like that, or even maybe a possible sign-in trade with Lowry Marketing for a small forward or a power forward? What, what do we do from here? I mean, obviously they're looking small forward because they're looking at DeRozan, if that's true. But DeMar so is a forward. power forward the last season or two as well. Man, that's true. I guess it doesn't really matter with this positionless basketball shit. I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, no, I mean, we haven't mentioned Troy Brown Jr.'s name. I know he oh, had injuries. Yeah. Uh, probably not who you want to see starting. Yeah, I, we don't want him starting. But at the same time, if yeah, that slide, slides Pat to the four, and that's your new plan with Lowry out of here, Thad probably still coming off your bench if he stays. Um, or, or maybe that's the opposite. Maybe that's your easy solution. You just got that at the four and uh, Pat at the three. Um, and then you got Marco on those spot minutes as a stretch four. And, you know, when you go small, Pat hits the four. How would you guys feel about Markeith Morris as a backup? Oh, I'm, I'd be fine with that. I like the Morris brothers. They're both pretty good. And you know what? I like that they're both chippy, too. I think you need I think you need a little bit of a dog on your team every once in a while. I and I don't really... You're going to need a more physical guy to offset Marco's, you know, ag, you know agility and quickness. Yeah, I'm not sure how much Marco and fucking AO play. I love it. Yeah. Lowry, Lowry is soft and... Um, uh, not confident. Marco is agile and quick. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's see. We on. need some muscle because Marco's just too agile and quick, man. You know. We've seen enough from Wait, Lowry. Here we go. I like Lowry. Here we go. What? 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 One thing got crushed. Derek Rose signed a three-year, forty-three million dollar deal with New York Knicks. Okay. Well, good for Derek. Get yep. that bag. What was it? Three, what was it? Three for Three 43. Oh, really? Good for him. Yeah. So a little under 13 million a year. Yeah. Yeah, around 13, 13. Yeah. Five. There you go. Fuck yeah. Okay. Good shit. I mean, I mean, it sucks. Like I, I was really kind of hoping that, you know, Derek would be back here, but guess what boys, if that's the, the signing right there after everything the Knicks did today, the Knicks are They're pretty done. much out of space. <laughs> the Knicks are out of space and they still don't have a roster. If you looked at their cap sheet, um, that's pretty much it for the Knicks. They can't really do anything else. No, I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. They just signed two what do you mean? They're, they're 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 being the Knicks. <laughs> just, just circling back around. We got cap space gonna do something big. Let's get all these edits out there. Oh shit, we got Evan Fournier and Derek Rose is coming back. Let's rock. Um oh my god. <laughs> Oh God, dude! That, it just and I remember me. arguing with Knicks fans for the beginning of the offseason how they were going to steal Lonzo from us. And I was like, "No, it's not going to happen." The Knicks are just like the Celtics. No, the Celtics were in the Eastern Conference Finals for like two years in a row. We're not even going to put them in the same fucking. No, set. no, 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 no. I meant with how they talk during free agency. Oh, okay. They're going to get everybody. The Knicks or the Knicks and the Celtics are always going to get everybody because everybody wants to go on the East Coast. No, they all want to go to Brooklyn for whatever reason. Not not really sure why. Um, you know, it gets really fucking cold there too. So I'm sick of this cold shit. Okay, I know I know it gets real cold here and it sucks, but no, I'm I'm, I'm tired of that. No, Brook, fuck Brooklyn by the way because I I can't stand fucking Kyrie Irving. But I'm glad the Knicks just fucked all this up because that means we are still in play for somebody here. I really think something's going to happen. I just don't know. So why. no, I mean, the Spurs signed Doug, and who else did you say earlier? Uh, Zach Collins. 
Zach Collins. Okay, so they got they didn't get a point guard. So I was curious, maybe we we're getting Derek White. Um, uh, Duante Murray could still be in play. Um, essentially, you're going to have to give oh, up oh, first oh. and Kobe. Ooh. I'm not trying. <laughs> Murray. Yeah, Murray, Levine, and Ball. Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be kind of cool with that. I mean, how, well, you could switch them off at point guard. You could have Lonzo, Zach, and Murray all on the floor at the same time. Two of the three are above average defenders. Zach's trying to show those chops for Team USA. So you can um, even mix Kobe in there at the two. No, exactly. Yeah, so you, well, you'd have an elite backcourt to just completely rotate through with those four guys um, when you could slide one of them to the wing. So um, who knows? Maybe there is something we can still get done with the Spurs with the two moves they did. Maybe not. But I, I'm, I'm curious. Maybe it doesn't happen tonight. But like you said, as soon as we get off, I'm sure it will. Okay. Well, fuck, man. Well, do we want to touch on anything else before we ride out here? Because I know as soon as we get off, you know, Something's gonna fucking happen. But let's let's do everybody a favor and let's just ride out into the sunset. And then if some shit happens, we can always pop back out. Yeah, we probably won't turn that one into a podcast. There's be a live reaction type deal. But I am down with that. Well, everybody, thank you for joining the free agency special. It was awesome. The Bulls have Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Bull is now in full effect. Hopefully. AK has another move up his sleeve. We'll find out in due time. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for other Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following everybody in this live right now at Chiburk96, at Bulls Scripted, at Buzz on Tap. Follow at ontapsportsnet and at Bulls on Tap again. And then uh, five star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's a new day. Acme is making some motherfucking shit happen. Let's go, Bulls. <laughs>